What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Episode 43, Saving with Spunk. Hey Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. All right, Katie. So today we're talking with Jennifer Smith from Saving with Spunk. She has an amazing site that's all about high spending, overspending, getting into debt and finding your way out again. And she has done such a great job at getting out of debt. And then where Jen lives is a place where it's really easy to overspend she lives in florida yeah and like we said we know how easy it is to spend so much money in florida you've got all the theme parks right there and the beach there's tons of stuff to do so cutting back your spending can be rather hard it is exceptionally challenging and don't forget she also paid back 78 thousand dollars in student loan debt and that was from 10 flexible side hustles that she had so it just goes to show you really need to put a lot of effort into trying to get out of debt and it really needs to be a goal of yours otherwise it's something that's never going to be attainable and i just want to point out it's okay that if before your goal was not to get out of debt because that was not my goal even two years ago right even a year ago actually And Jen talks about the same thing, how at first she didn't really care. And then, you know, she kind of woke up and realized that it was time for her to to grow up and get out of debt. Yeah. And many people figure out that point when they actually sit down and write down all their debt. And they're like, this is a problem. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) That's such a bad feeling. (laughs) Anyway, are you ready to jump in? Yep. Let's dive right into our interview. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today, we have Jennifer Smith here with us. Jennifer is the founder of the blog Saving with Spunk. She is an acupuncturist by day and a blogger by night. She created the blog in hopes of helping others learn how to save money and learn to live frugally while still having fun. Jen and her husband were able to pay off over $78,000 worth of debt. They've been debt-free since August 2017. Welcome, Welcome, Jen. Jen. Hey, guys. So glad to be here. Yeah, we're happy to have you. So I have to ask, what are you guys doing uh, with your money now that you're debt-free? We are saving and investing. So I was 
really confused when we stopped paying debt, what to do with my money. And it took a little while to figure out what we were going to do, but we, we figured it out and uh, we, we still live our frugal lifestyle, but we're watching our money grow instead of deplete. So that's fun. <laughs> it is fun when you're saving and you just watch it like grow. It's addictive mm-hmm. kind of. It is addictive. Yeah. Yeah, I watch it in personal capital and I look at now I have a net worth. It's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing all those adulting things you have to deal with. Eh? <laughs> yeah, all the new fun things that are exciting now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So could you tell us a little bit about your student loan or debt payoff story? What exactly did you do to pay off so much debt and how long did it take? So we talked about our debt for the first time when we got engaged. Uh, My husband, Travis, really wanted to prioritize paying off his student loans, and I did not. I was really into living my best life now. We live uh, two hours away from Disney, so I liked going to Disney with friends and out to dinner, and I was not about living under a rock to pay off student loans. I had actually double the amount that he did. And when we started talking about and dreaming about our lives, I kind of just realized that they, that was going to be a hindrance to everything we wanted to do. Uh, so that's kind of, that's how I got on board. I didn't really want to pay it off, but I was thinking into the future. But uh, when we got married, We went hard at it, and what started to be a five-year journey turned into a 23-month hustle uh, for $78,000, and we just did it through uh, side hustles, extra jobs, working extra hours, and, and just cutting back on a lot of stuff. I can really appreciate that because I feel like for years, I've kind of just like dodged my student loan and... You know, I would pay the minimum and then I would, you know, put it in for bearings and everything. And then when I moved up here, Dennis was like, you have to get rid of this. So there's <laughs> so many other things you can do with the money once you pay off your student loan. Yeah, yeah. And I was totally happy living in mediocrity with everybody else, just having that minimum payment for the next 20 years. But, uh, you know, it feels good not to have that. Yeah. And when when people put it into perspective for you, like, oh, well, if you pay the minimum, you're going to be paying your student loan until you're 75. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That and, was shocking. Yeah. And my student loan was all for becoming a teacher. And here I am five and a half years later. I'm not even teaching anymore. So, like, mm-hmm. get rid of the student loan, get it out of my life. Like, I'm ready to move on. Yeah. And that's, I think about that when people tell me they're doing the like student loan forgiveness program, I'm like, you're going to stay at the shop for 10 years. You can't possibly know that you can't possibly know what the future is going to hold for you, especially when people are trying to do the 20 year program. So yeah. It's really, really sad how a lot of people just don't know any better as well. You know, they, Mm -hmm. They just assume that the minimum payments is what you should make and they just go about their lives, end up paying more in interest than they would have just if they just like paid a bit more quickly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It just takes a few years of sacrifice to take so many years of payments off of your loans. Yeah, it definitely does. 
So let's talk a bit about your blog, Saving with Spunk. Yeah, something a little bit more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to be like a the complete downer there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I love, I started Saving with Spunk because I wanted to bring more fun to the topic because we were about a year into our repayment and I was so bummed. I didn't like feel like I went out is nearly not as much as I did when we were not paying off the loans. But in retrospect, we were having a lot of fun. It was just different. And but I thought that if I could help people, that that would give me motivation to finish out the extra year that we had to go. So that was the start of Saving with Spunk. I also considered naming it Saving with Sass. But I, I thought I was a little spunkier than I was sassy. So that was where the name came from. I like so, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I feel like when you are really committed to paying something off, you get creative in having free ways to have fun. Like you have your, you can have your friends over mm-hmm. or like where you are in St. Pete. The great thing about, Florida is like all the beaches are beautiful and they're free to get on. Mm, Yeah. And that was actually my first post on my free like blogspot website was 10 things, free things you can do while you're paying off debt. And one of them was going to the beach. And uh, I think another one was playing Pokemon Go. Because I think that was popular (laughs) at the time. So, yeah. Walking around catching Pokemon, saving you money. <laughs> yeah, it does. It definitely takes up a lot of your time. It's an addicting game. Definitely. <laughs> so did you catch did them you all? Catch them? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I catch them pretty frequently for a few months. <laughs> so talking about your blog, I know that I have like my favorite posts that I have written and like just if it was like hours ago into writing it and then proofreading it and you know when you're done you're so proud of it do you have a favorite post that you uh that you've written for your blog i do it didn't take nearly as much time as that uh i have a post called 13 cats who totally get your debt payoff struggle and it is full of cat gifts and it is hands down my favorite post, but it was maybe took me 20 minutes to write. Really? Yeah. Man, my my posts, like even like a thousand word posts, I feel like I labor over it for like a day. Like I write a little bit and then I go do something else and maybe I need to just sit down and crunch yeah. it out. I've gotten pretty good at just like sitting down and, and whipping out posts. I think freelance writing taught me that because I don't love freelancing. So I want to get it done with quickly and get back to my own stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I can just like sit and like pump out a post, but yeah, that one, I mean, it didn't have a lot of text either. It was just mostly cat gifts. Okay. I'm gonna have to check that out. Uh, so while I was on your on your blog, checking it out and everything, I saw that you have a resource page and you have like a ton of uh, ways to save. What are your favorite apps that you use to save money? There are so many. I my number one is every dollar. 
because while it's not on the surface a money saving app, you cannot save money efficiently without a budget. And every dollar is a free, uh, very user friendly, uh, beautiful interface like budgeting app. And it's very easy. You can manually track your spending. It tells you when you've like spent every dollar that you've uh, budgeted for income. And that's great because I went over a budget with my friend recently and she had, she really thought she had put down all of her income and all of her expenses for the month. And she couldn't see, you know, why she didn't have any money, even though she had a great income. And we ended up finding $1,100 every month in her budget that she could use to pay her debt. Yeah, I was shocked, actually. That's huge. Yeah, I thought she would have been spending more money, but yeah, $1,100. So you can't save money efficiently without a budget. It's just impossible. Right. That's a really good recommendation. I actually have a friend at work the other day who came up to me and she was like, I really am trying to like learn how to budget my money better, but I don't really like some of the other more popular apps and everything that are out there because I feel like they don't hold my my account down to the dollar. I feel like I still am missing money. So I will definitely pass that along. Yeah. If you want to get every single dollar in your budget, you really have to do it manually, which is a total pain. I'll admit to that. But it's really the best way to do it because the ones that do your transactions automatically are great, but it's really easy to lose a transaction and get it in miscellaneous or somewhere. But if you're being diligent to put your transactions in manually, then you can decide where everything goes. That miscellaneous category is where a lot of money can fall. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. The worst, the worst category. It really is. And my friend had a miscellaneous category and I was like, oh my gosh. Get rid of it. This is my pet peeve. <laughs> this is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> How much is in there? Oh, $1,100. No wonder. <laughs> Your <Yeah>. entire salary. <laughs> That's great. That's where it is. Awesome. So now that you've paid off all this debt, I'm sure looking back, hindsight is 2020. What is one thing you wish you had known back when you were still paying off your loans? I, I wish I had known how good debt-free feels. I would have definitely felt better about every time I said no to myself. Because now thinking back, every no was worth it. Because it feels so good to not have any consumer debt, to just have my mortgage. That is actually like music to my ears because the other day I was walking around Target and you know how it is when you walk around Target, like you accidentally spend like a hundred dollars on, on like random stuff. And I saw like all these really cute Valentine's day decorations and I wanted to get them and like they were in my hand. I was walking around with them. And then, like, before I checked out, I was like, oh, like, do I really need to do it? Like, our goal for the year is to save money. I guess I don't need this $5 heart that I'm just going to hang on the wall. And I put it back. And then, like, afterwards, I felt so much better. Like, mm-hmm. like we already have plenty of stuff. We don't need any more. Yeah, that's funny because actually most of my friends' miscellaneous budget items were Target. 
<laughs> I, feel, I feel like everybody is Target and Starbucks. And yeah. I, ironically, I don't tell anybody. I don't really like either. <laughs> like, I feel like Target is really expensive for like what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I can't go to Target anymore unless I'm going there for like one specific thing. Because yeah. even though I'm in my mind, I know that I don't need any of this stuff. There's something in Target that just changes you and makes you think, I need all of these things. It's and the, I don't know what it is. It's the it's wider, the wider aisles, aisles, I think. <sighs> Man, <be>. marketers. <laughs> they there's, know. They know. I read a, an article the other day. There's like an entire like psychology behind like how a grocery store is laid out. And it was just shocking to me. Like they put all like the fruits and everything in the front for a reason so that when you walk in you immediately like load up on fruits and vegetables and then you feel good about yourself like oh look at me i've i'm clearly going to eat salad for like a week and then as you like mosey through you know how you're supposed to do like the outside and then like all like the aisle stuff is like junk well Mm -hmm. by the time you like get to like the junky part you have you look at your cart and it's like, oh, I have all these like great vegetables and fruits and meat. I can afford all these other cookies and ice cream and everything else. And that's how they lay out the grocery store. That's so mean. Right? That is mean. And then they have, and then when you're starving, they have all the really great like little snacks for like a car ride home right at the checkout. Mm-hmm. I have been duped by those. I... I think we all have. I literally, (laughs) like, now that we walk to the grocery store, I have changed my car snack into a walking snack. Like, I I think I have to eat on the way home from the store. It's terrible. Yeah. I don't even give myself the benefit of the doubt that I can overcome, like, those psychological things that have been put in place. I just, I try not to shop as much because I know that I'm powerless to their psychological games. Well, and, I like, am. and like earlier, we both said like, we don't go out to eat as much because it's so expensive. And then you just like, the thing I found out, we just spent that money at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So I've started making lists and that has really helped. I try to stick to my list. I am all about the grocery list and I do not deviate unless it's something that I'm like is on sale and is like something that I would have gotten anyway. So big fan of the list. (laughs) It definitely works. Chainus, we're just going to take a quick break and then we're going to dive right back into the value link round. Chainus, tackling debt can be a massive challenge especially if you don't have any resources fortunately we've put together a really great guide at chainofwealth.com debt there you can join our private facebook group and really get a lot of support and get out of debt in the fastest way possible that's chainofwealth.com debt so jen why do you think people fail at achieving their dreams i think they fail one day And then it makes them think they'll fail every time or they'll fail multiple days in a row and think that they won't be able to succeed uh, the next several days. But 
failing is normal. And every day you fail a little less or you fail with a little more efficiency, but people don't give it the time to see that. I definitely agree. So do you have any other good books or podcasts that you can recommend? Yes, I love the Choose FI podcast. I'm a little obsessed. Uh, and The One Thing by Gary Keller has is a book that's changed my life. I don't know if you have heard of that one. No, no. tell us about it. Oh my gosh. So Gary Keller, he is the head of Keller Williams Realty. And his book, The One Thing, is focused on you focusing on one thing at a time and and being efficient and getting through one thing before you move on to the next. So it's given me a lot of perspective about putting too many things on my plate, which I am like chronically known for. So it has been really life-changing. That's awesome. Uh, Do you have a favorite quote? I have a lot of quotes on my Instagram. I probably put up three or four quotes a week. So I think my favorite recent one was expect more than others think possible. And that was from Howard Schultz from Starbucks, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Jen, we've absolutely loved hanging out. Do you have another last parting piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. Oh, uh, I think don't try to go from zero to 100. Just trying to be 5% better every day. and if for some reason you can't do 5%, do 1%. Just go for little wins more often. Right. Every little bit helps. Mm-hmm. And you have to have that stepping stone. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Chenas, we've been hanging out with Jennifer Smith from Saving with Spunk. You can check out her website at savingwithspunk.com. And if you are looking for any links of anything we've discussed on the podcast episode, Hit up our show notes page. That's chainofwealth.com slash podcast. There's a little search icon. You can click there and search for the episode. Finally, we've loved hanging out today. And if you'd like to head over to the app store and you can leave us a review. One star, five star. We appreciate all comments. Catch you on the flip side. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.